Well, Chad says I don't have any inflection in my voice, so <laughs> you know, shouldn't have a problem with that. This, it's the same all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is mono. Those aren't the exact words you used. That's definitely what I heard. Andy Raver, we are going to just talk about as monotone yep. as possible. It's gonna be right. I love it. Welcome back to Grace Defined, a podcast where we build on the things we've learned, dig deeper into scripture, and talk about the ministry happenings of Grace Church. I'm your host and Sugar Creek Campus Worship Director, Zach Haynes. In this episode, I talk to Chad, Andy, and Matt about the recent sermon series, Freaking Out, and Why You Don't Have To. For more information about Grace Church and other sermon series, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and also visit our website, allaboutgrace.org. Now, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Grace Defined. I'm your host, Zach. I'm here with Andy Raber, Chad Stutzman, and Matt Johnson. Um, All three of you guys taught during the Freaking Out series, Um, so we're going to recap the series. I will just make a notable mention. We tried to do do this live on Sunday, and I screwed up. So next time, we'll have a good game plan for recording it live. But We are all about grace, so that's okay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So, um, yeah, so we're going to walk through the Freaking Out series just to go through the subtitles again, or the, the, the topics of each week. Week one, Matt taught on Stop Kicking flow with God instead of fighting against him. Week two, Chad taught um, always enough, God will provide. Week three was kind of our freak out moment, curveball moment. Um, Two of us had COVID, one had pneumonia, and one is still not sure what we had, but you had something. Yeah, we didn't name it, but we were sick. Yep. Um, So we just kind of subtitled it COVID week. That was find peace. So Larry came over and taught um, about... Finding peace, peace is possible. Uh, week four, Andy taught, rest assured, God's trust God's timing. And then Chad brought, don't worry, let go and let God for the last week. Um, you guys feel like we did what we wanted to accomplish. We accomplished what we wanted to accomplish with this series of helping Christians understand why we don't have to freak out. Yeah, I really do. Uh, it really built on the uh, faith in action series we did right before that those re- these really complemented each other well and um, you know all of these messages had similar kinds of recurring themes you know reminding Christians why we don't need to freak out and had conversations with people uh, throughout the series after uh, we would speak uh, all of us had you know I think feedback immediate feedback that man this really is helpful and because everyone freaks out, everyone worries, everyone has moments where they don't know what to do. So it was, it was very practical. Like it hit everybody, all, at these different messages. And this, I think this is one that uh, people should go back to and, and listen to again. So this is one of those series that if you're driving in your car, you know, download it and listen because there's so much good stuff in here that we need constant reminders of. Yeah. When we aimed off into this series, as Chad just mentioned, coming out of James, I thought it was really powerful to un- to have the concept and understanding. We all freak out at some level of how we're processing life's current situation, and the series did a a great. I about said stupendous, but <laughs> I didn't think that word really worked. But I just said it anyway. Uh, an excellent job of. Push, pushing us to the right position of how to respond instead of freaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
on Sunday when we relayed this the first time, I, I, I told a picture of where I had been counseling and working on my counseling certification and couldn't understand when people do like really freak out and don't do biblical theology well. And the Lord woke me one day. And before I got to my wardrobe to grab clothes, like I was so filled with anxiety of today's the day you're going to die. And I'm like, why do I have this thought? That's crazy. Like there's, there's no way God's in that, but I did. I really bought freaking out and thought that what, I'm, how, how am I going to die? What am I going to do? If I stay in bed, I won't die. Then I'm like, well, maybe I can choke or something. <laughs> but then just surrendered Lord take this from me, Satan, get behind me. Yeah. And I think the whole series did a good job based on the situations we're in, mm-hmm. helping us find the right way to first tune our processing thought. Yeah. And in, in the first week that I got to launch, coming right home out of um, being in, in Louisville and doing some pretty high stress stuff, ministry in parks with parents come open carrying just because the park's that dangerous. Like our kids wow. could have freaked out but the series I walked back in the door to was uh, understanding your position in God to be used by God. Your past is no obstacle for God. He wants to use you. Your present circumstances, no matter where you're at, what you're doing, are also no obstacle. Again, to the joke, we're all about grace. It's okay, yeah. Zach. Yeah. <laughs> so then the, the third of those four is your personal characteristics are also no obstacle. People don't like me, or I'm too mean, or I'm too aggressive, or I'm too blunt or I'm, I'm just going through myself real quick right now <laughs> is to understand like God's going to use you. Do you want to be used and surrender to yes? Okay, God, how are we going to be used? And the last one was your private concerns also are no obstacle. So don't let Satan win in those areas yeah. and give it over to God. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the big takeaway as we looked at stop kicking always enough, find peace, rest assured, don't worry is God, I'm yours to be used. Yeah. Satan get behind me. Yeah, I think that that woven theme of do we do we believe that right Absolutely. coming coming out of James, and you know you know and when there's trouble seek wisdom, and you know there's there's fruit there that happens that you see in James that you know, as you put these things in your life here's here's you'll see fruit in your life, and then when you hit moments of freak out, have you practiced it, and just like that woven theme through all of these is me letting go, and trusting the sovereignty of God, the goodness of God, that you know what, I'm here because of him, right? And just, it's okay. Wisdom is not in us. Wisdom is presented and granted to us. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's so good. Another thing that we kind of talked about a little bit Sunday was we we expounded a little bit on those practical how-tos. You know, what are Mm. some of the ways that you guys avoid freaking out are there are there mm-hmm. are there exercises that you practice when you start to feel like you're going to freak out yes yeah, so I, I think i shared this second service that uh when i was getting ready to preach the don't worry <laughs> <laughs> message i started to worry yeah. so like during worship i started having these thoughts of like i have i have papers that i use for my notes and i didn't number them and i started thinking wow if if they drop my papers, whoever's taking this thing up, you know, then I'm going to be, I, I won't, uh, they'll be out of order. I'll look stupid. I started going down that road mm-hmm. and I was like having a mini freak out. And when, when that starts happening to me, um, I start praying mm-hmm. and it, that very quickly brought me back. You know, I just said, God, I, 
I basically, I surrendered it. I said, I surrender this to you. Um, if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to worry about it. You got this, you got me. Um, I've got this message. So, uh, I was able to, to quickly flip that switch, go back to worship and nothing happened. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, th- those, but, but I think most people have those mini freakouts. Like you start down that path. And if you, if you don't take that thought captive or you don't, um, turn to the Lord or, um, in that moment, you'll, you'll keep feeding it. Hmm. And then you go deeper and deeper. And all of a sudden it's not just a little bit of a freak out. Now you've got full blown anxiety yep. or depression or, um, you know, you really are in a bad place. Yeah. Deception is looking for places to spread and grow to create more deceit, mm-hmm. to unsure us from the foundation that we rest on. Right. And it could be the dumbest, smallest little thing that the world would look at you and say, you're worried about that? Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Yeah. But then that deceit mm-hmm. creeps in. And and I think, you know, I shared the story about Peter on Sunday uh, of how when Jesus was resurrected and he told the, the women who came to the tomb, go tell the disciples and Peter, like God knew what hmm. Peter was probably experiencing, you know, the anxiety of, right, man, I just denied the, the, the relationship that I had with Jesus. And he's probably kicking himself like a lot of us do when we screw up. But I think it's interesting going back to the mindset of the father. It's okay. Like, we're not perfect, you know, <clears throat> talking about deception and all the things that the world is going to want us to think. That's not how God thinks. That's not how that's not how our heavenly Father views us. So in those moments where we, you know, start to freak out because of maybe things that we've done or things that we're thinking about doing or things that have happened in the past, things that we're already supposed to have forgotten and and let go mm. because it's the old self, you know, put on the new self, put on view yourself, look at yourself the way that Jesus views you. I think that helps me when, when I'm in that mode of beginning to freak out, viewing myself the way that the father views me. And, and you get to know the way the father's going to view you by reading the word. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it takes intentional time to actually like pause and, and put that biblical truth in yep. like your, your world will be, influenced by something hmm. so we might as well control what's being what's influencing us right are we are we reading scripture are that we, takes strength it that does. takes foundation yeah that mm-hmm. takes foreknowledge not foreknowledge biblical foreknowledge that takes me recognizing i have this stuff might come at me yep. what am i going to do when it comes yep. Yep. and then default scripture default yeah. bible default christ righteousness mm-hmm. yeah there's an intentionality that i have to, i have to be intentional with it absolutely because if i'm not if, if I'm not being influenced, you know, the hmm. if I'm not taking control of the influence, I will be influenced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's that, you know, something's going to speak in and you're like, go, go find a headline. Yep. You want to freak out, like go find a headline or, you know, hop on the internet, social media, like mm-hmm. there's all sorts of stuff that you can freak out about. And yeah. so having an awareness of that and then, you know, I share that, you know, Amy and I, you know, try to practice the habit of margin mm-hmm. of just putting margin into our schedule that we hit those moments of margin. And it's not that you sit there twiddling your thumbs like, Oh, got nothing to do, but it gives you space that allows you to process. It allows you to be at home, to slow down and, and bring a peace 
back in. And you know, there, there's times that that margin gets eaten up, um, and, and we went through that this summer. Um, but then there's also times that you have it, and the to-do list is always there. Hmm. Right? No one ever finds the end of the to-do list. It doesn't happen. And so when we hit gaps of margin, we can take some of those things off, and, we, and it calms our mind. And so then you have a, a biblical knowledge. Um, you take things in. You learn the heart of the Father, hmm. and you have those, those gaps of margin that allow peace to come in. Hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, that is really big because most people don't have margin. Yeah. They, they, they have every, everything is full <laughs> or an overflowing. Or the ability to create, I need a margin right now. Mm. Like a pause. Yeah. I think of Jesus being tested by the Pharisees and everybody wants to know what he scribbled in the sand. That's one of my favorite texts, I think. <laughs> yeah. And he's, I watch this, I'm going to bend over, I'm going to occupy some time. But in my mind, he's creating margin. Yeah. He's creating pause. I'm going to reflect, Lord, help me. Crying out to his Heavenly Father, help me answer this in the way that's yeah. going to be the best. Yeah. Respond, and, don't react. Right? And, and they sat in amazement because he yeah. created a pause, yep. the margin. I'm going to give Chad's, uh, I'm going to give eight words. Take captive, lean into, ask, be generous. I had lied. There's seven words, but <laughs> those are his points from his don't worry, be happy-ish mm-hmm. sermon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're all action Take captive your wrong thought. Take every thought, measure it back. Lean into your Heavenly Father. Mm. It's the only one that matters. The only one that matters. Humility, ask, seek. Can't find something. My wife cracks up and probably wish she had $10 for every time or $2. I ask, help finding something. Keep your eyes on, right? And be generous like your Heavenly Father. Mm. Gives lavishly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what would happen if all of us, when we're, when we're going into something stressful, would pause? Yeah. yeah, say a prayer, ask for help, yep. lean into God. I mean, that brings a, a, a calm and a peace Sounds. that that yeah, we we don't have otherwise. And yeah. but we don't. We charge we charge ahead, and we just yeah. keep running, running, running. I had coffee with a guy this morning, and we were talking about what we used to run mm. to when life threw a curveball, or we started to freak out what we used to run to compared to what we run to now. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, you, you were talking about like the foreknowledge or pre-planning, you know, mm. what's my fallback? What do I, what do mm. I go to when life gets tough or when things start to get a little hairy? What's my go-to? Is it scripture? Is it prayer? Is it quiet time with the Lord? Or is it drugs, alcohol, tobacco? Mm. You know, the things that a lot of us maybe still do run to food you know, sports, whatever that looks like. So yeah. Things, entertainment. Other, other yeah. things. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Um, so during this series, was there a time, and we kind of hit this a little bit ago with, with what I call a COVID week, <laughs> but was there a time where you wanted to freak out? Chad, you shared with your not numbering your pages. Was there a time where you wanted to freak out, but you just, the, the series came to mind or there was a week that stuck out to you that kind of helped you not freak out. Um, I mean, it's, it's been, it's been our summer, uh, just, you know, at the, at the beginning of June, you know, I'm preaching on God's timing and like trust God's timing that he's, he's got this like rest assured that it's going to be okay. And, you know, it's, it's June, June 6th, 
mom is diagnosed with breast cancer. June 7th, uh, we closed on a little piece of property for a container home, Airbnb. And then June 8th, the dog goes to the breeder to have puppies. And like, it's just like this whole summer is just in a moment like filled up. And the last two we prayed about and had a peace about, we walked towards and it's like, well, God, we trust your timing. When these things are supposed to happen, they will. And, and both of them took longer than they were supposed to to get here. And I mean, just rest assured, like, okay, those three things all took place in a three-day time. What's really interesting is now, you know, working through that, and, and we had margin in our schedule, luckily, to actually process some of that stuff, uh, be able to help out. And now on this side, sitting here today, um, like, we're, we've had puppies, we have puppies, um, we're closed, things are moving, but not as fast, but we have a piece about it. And, and now we find out uh, this week that, like, mom doesn't have to do chemo. Like, mm-hmm. and it almost, it, it really does kind of put an end to, like, she has some treatment that she'll do, but outside of that, like, things, and it just kind of all washes out. And we look back and it's like, man, there were some really long moments. And yet it went by really quick. And I think that's, that's God. Dad, Dad and I often talk about like God carrying you through the journey. And just, he, he, he takes you through it. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. And like, but resting assured that he's got this. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yep. That's what yeah. I got from it. I didn't share this on Sunday and it's interesting what the Lord does to prepare to grow us. It's not always a fun place. Um, the loudest message from the James series that was not preached were the first nine verses of chapter four, knowing and, and being a communicator for grace, like knowing where we're at. I noticed when I sat down the next Sunday, I'm like, huh? But what's interesting, James four, those first nine verses deal with warning of, against worldliness what's mm-hmm. going on in your life and measuring yourself i'd never really thought through the fact chad don't laugh at this how much god knew what's coming for me hmm. like we all yeah he's god he's got foreknowledge but no i'm writing this for you mm-hmm. here's nine verses the rest of the church isn't going to preach or know of matt but you noticed we didn't preach them you read them and they smashed me over the head oh. and then i just like cried out to chad like uh, we need to talk <laughs> and then we have a whole sermon series of Matt, how are you going to process now what you're growing through and working through? Mm-hmm. So I, I pray also that it was the balm to someone else's injury, mm-hmm. wound, trial that yeah. the Lord really used. As I said, even on Sunday, the exercise of our faith can often really be measured in how well we do self theological thinking or do we run to all that other stuff of the yeah. world? Mm-hmm. And in my prayer is, Lord, I pray I'm running into your arms right now, mm-hmm. not to anything, not to gossip, not to yeah. anything else, but understanding, okay, maybe I'm not where you want me to be yet, Yeah. but we got a new story. What's the story? Yep. And not freak out with it. Yeah. Right. But then we had a whole teaching series. Yeah. You know, the crazy thing too about that, I think my mind through the whole freaking out series was I'm, I'm freaking out about the big things. Mm-hmm. What are the big things that are happening to me that I'm going to freak out about when there's a lot of little small things that happen throughout the day to day that those could turn into 
major freakout moments. But mm-hmm. am I taking them to God? We kind of talked about this on Sunday of there are major choices, decisions that we have to make, but there are also small decisions that we have to make that we take to God and we pray about. But do I already in my mind have my mind made up about what I'm asking God's direction on? Mm. I have my direction. I'm going to ask God for his, but I'm going to default <laughs> yeah. back to mine. Yeah. So, no, that's interesting. I, that's I also think it's really interesting to that point. We don't weigh those things as being weighty. My cardiologist would be the first person to remind me that everything, Matt, everything, mm-hmm. skipping lunch, choosing to skip lunch or not skip lunch or work through this mm-hmm. or don't do that, we think those things don't matter. They're all stresses on your physical body yeah. that mm-hmm. we have to measure. Lord, these are yours to do with, not mine, Yep. and surrender. Yeah. Let's move on to the uh, free-for-all section. So this would be like the mic drop. We've got a few more minutes left here. Um, <clears throat> if there was anything that you, you know, maybe wanted to reiterate a point or there was something that you didn't quite get to hit on during one of the messages uh, or maybe there was something you didn't get to teach, if you wanted to take a, you know, 90 seconds um to share those thoughts now's the time to yeah so that uh week that we were all sick <laughs> i didn't get to preach so uh i i that message i was already had it prepared and then larry thankfully came in and and he did a message but that was on john 14 i want to read john 14 mm-hmm. uh let not your hearts be troubled believe in god believe also in me in my father's house are many rooms if it were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may also be. And you know the, the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know this way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That um, that scripture is very comforting, and it should give us as Christians a different perspective on life. Hmm. And one of the big takeaways uh, with that was that God has a, a room for us; He's got a place for us in heaven. And the work that He did on the cross, right after He made that statement, is making the way for us to get there. Yeah. Uh, and so, for me, that that whole idea of uh, eternal life—we're going to live forever with Him in heaven. This isn't the end. Uh, we're going to struggle in this world, but there is this reward in the end. That perspective helps me not to freak out yeah. mm-hmm. and to see people in life in a different way. Uh, plus, we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. A little later on, it, he's, he mm-hmm. reminds us that he's sending the Holy Spirit. Your helper. Your helper, yep. right. And so we have the helper with us 24-7 mm-hmm. that non-believers do not have. Mm-hmm. And so that should, that's another reason that we can not freak out in a lot of those moments. Yeah. I'm still astonished how you face life without the promise of that helper. Mm. Yeah. Somebody that is not a fellow brother or sister in the faith, and we can't relate to what they're going through, the mindset shift mm. of, I am your God, abide in me. Yeah how much we have to be reminded to like get get that focal point back to God pray without ceasing that's so easy to forget but also so easy to do it's just a conversation Lord I got this going on help me through it today yep 
and to understand if I'm not crying out to God, Satan's doing everything he can do to find the crevices of my life to pour water into, to freeze in the wrong season, to create all kinds of calamity. Yeah. And how we pursue the face of our Heavenly Father religiously, not in, no pun intended, I mean, it sounded like that, but yeah. like it's the fervent thing in our mind. Yeah. We talked about Pharaoh this morning in my meeting and how many times he had to turn loose the, mm. the, the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, <laughs> man. Can you imagine many... that recall record? No, I turned you loose this many times, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Yeah. I think as, you know, going through the series, there was a, there was a quote that I heard that it's from uh, uh, the porch. And, and the guy said that it's at the root of stress is a lack of control. Mm-hmm. And when, when the world gets stressed, it looks like we're out of, it looks like they're out of control and, and we have the promised Holy spirit, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you know, sometimes it sounds so simple, right? That the church is just saying, well, just pray, like just, just lean into the promise and, you know, try it, um, you know, lean in and, do do things that are more than just you know like thinking like do some do some real things like it's practicing margin. Um, Amy and I have a goodness jar, and it, it's just simply it's a reminder of like when we see God's goodness, write a little note on a piece of paper, roll it up, and stick it in the jar. Hmm. And then January twenty twenty three, we get to go back and unroll all of those little papers and just see like where where was God's goodness? Because it's so easy to get hooked on, well, I'm stressed, right? I, at the root of my stress, I have lack of control. I'm, this is out of control. I don't know what to do with it. And we miss God's goodness. And it's just like, there's this jar sitting on a shelf that we see it. And it's a reminder to be looking for God's goodness because it's there. And, and we see it over and over when we look for it and, and be, be on the outlook for that. And then it's, the, it's going back to that practicing margin. It is, you will drive different. If you have to be somewhere in 20 minutes, leave 25 minutes early, you will drive different. Mm-hmm. Um, your last point that you know Chad shared was be generous. You will be generous when somebody pulls out in front of you. Mm-hmm. I don't need that spot on the road as bad as you do, evidently. Right. You can have it, and I'll give space. Yeah. And and it, it begins to relieve. You know, it's those little moments that you were talking about. It begins to relieve in the little moments, the little stresses, and if I'm not stressed driving, it'll be easier to handle the mm-hmm. big stress. Yep. When when finances aren't quite what they're supposed to be, when my marriage isn't quite what it's supposed to be, the kids are not quite what they're supposed to be, and there's these little disappointments, those those bigger things, when I am able to handle the little stuff, put little moments of margin in there, a little bit of space, I can pray in them, I can give them to God, and I can be generous with others. Yeah, so good. Well, guys, thanks again. We're going to close with prayer. I'm going to pray real quick, and then this will be the end of Freaking Out Recap. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for series like this. Um, Practical, helpful. Uh, God, we need you. And uh, I just appreciate that, that you allow us to go through talks like this where we can just be honest uh, with each other, um, with other brothers and sisters, 
help us to lean into you. Help us to um, run to you when we are uh, beginning to freak out. But also, um, as Matt said earlier, the the pre-plan is always you. Uh, So even before we start to freak out, even before those moments pop up, God, I pray that our prayer would be that you would be with us and that we would allow you to do work before we freak out. Um, God, I thank you for uh, these guys and their leadership. Pray that you would continue to use them uh, in the growth of our church and our people and our listeners. Uh, We love you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Amen.